Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Winner for the 57th and I guess final time of broadcasting's coveted, even in some quarters, revered award, the Bobby Mack Award. Thank you. Thank you. Don't stand. Not necessary. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. We have made it already into the bonus hour, the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack Show here on Hump Day. Great to have you along. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation this evening. Just call me. All you need to do is use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. By the way, Moneypenny, uh, Coke's on sale at Ingalls this week. Do you know? I will check for you, Bobby. Okay, thank you. Uh, and in the meantime, if you care to send me a text message, uh, just use the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address, Bob, at 1063WORD.com. Uh, in on the text line, Micro Wave, now we know why the Pilgrims left England. Uh so so uh so going to miss you, my friend, Micro Wave. Stay safe in your next chapter. Four and prayers uh will miss you from Sally in Malden. Thank you, Sally, and uh, Micro Wave to you too. Uh dude, that's not English, that's a mincemeat head. Micro Wave, wasn't he a soccer player? Yeah, for Brazil, I think. Uh Bobby, did you ever meet Jim Reeves? Uh, the great uh, country singer? No, sadly, never did. Boy, I met a, a bunch of, I bet a, I, I, I met uh, so many folks along the way. Hard, hard to, hard to imagine it now. Uh, Bobby, it could have been worse for that uh, woman who had been overserved. <laughs> Drunk woman on the horse. All those kids around her could be speaking Chinese, Russian, or Farsi. At least she was in this hemisphere. Uh, Bobby, when are you leaving? Uh, Tuesday, December 22nd will be my last daily broadcast. And by the way, on Monday, right after the news at 5, uh, I will be announcing the uh, identity of the individual who will be in the air chair going forward. 
Uh, Bobby can't blame you one bit for wanting to hang it up, but it sure is a poop cherry on the soul-crushing Sunday that has been 2020. (laughs) I love it. Great way with words. To the phones we go, beginning with uh, Wesley, who is in Lawrence. Hi, Wes, and welcome to the show. Wow, Bobby Mack. Good to talk to you. My Um, pleasure. I started I started listening to your show about a year ago, thanks to my boss, Ted Nash. Quick shout-out. Uh, he turned he turned the radio to 106.3, and I said, what in the world are you listening to? I'll be 30 <laughs> next month. <so> people, <laughs> people my age listen to music and stuff, and I don't. Sure. I'm like, what in the world are you listening to? This is Bobby Mack show. So for a few months, I sat there and listened, and uh, I really like what you have to say, and uh, you really educated me, and... I feel like I've been listening to you for a lot longer than a year, wow. and I really appreciate what you do. Well, quite a compliment, Wes, and, and I can't tell you over the years how many people have said similar things, and, uh, and I'm always uh, humbled by it uh, because I, I like to think that, uh, that maybe uh, some of what I'm doing uh, can uh, bring the scales to fall from the eyes of, of some and, and see things as they are, and it, it's always uh, comforting and reassuring to me to know that that is happening. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, I hope you have a, have a good uh, retirement, I guess you want to call it. Uh, play lots of golf for me. Will do. Will do. Uh, there, are plenty, <laughs> there are plenty of double bogeys remaining to be made, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on that one. I appreciate the call. Thank you, my friend. Good, good to have you here. Glad that you found the show and uh, that it was to your liking. Spartanburg is my next stop, and Fred is uh, there. Hi, Fred, and welcome to the program. Uh, good evening. Like the prior gentleman, I've been here for about a year, retired from Virginia, and I appreciate your wide knowledge of affairs and your succinct, well-reasoned answers. But, but I have one worry. What's, What's that? What's happen to your, uh, your warm-up act once you're off the air? Oh, to uh, to El Rushbo? Yeah, Russia. Can he get along without you in this market? Boy, I uh, I, I hope that's uh, that's a a a point in time that we never reach. You know, we we have a tendency <laughs> to think we have a tendency to think that everything is just going to go on forever, uh, but it doesn't. Uh, everything changes uh, almost on a daily basis, or even sooner, seemingly now. Uh, Plenty of prayers being sent in uh, the direction of, uh, of Rush Limbaugh. And uh, he has been such a great voice for conservative principles. And, and really beyond that, uh, for American values, uh, the, the traditions uh, that have made uh, the liberties of this country so attractive uh, to people all over the world and want to come here. So uh, we we just need to uh, keep sending the prayers up that Rush will be that Rush will be fine. Well said, and I think the two of you definitely inform your your market. So thank you very much, and Merry Christmas. Thank you, Fred. Uh, appreciate it very much. Merry Christmas to you too, sir. And uh, let's all hope that twenty twenty one turns out a lot better uh, than uh, than the one that we're about to kick to the curb here. Uh, Bob, sorry to hear that you're leaving. Will your replacement keep the intro John Adams theme music? All the best in semi-retirement. Uh, I imagine uh, that uh, that person will uh, will have their own 
theme music, uh, but it will be heard again uh, when I uh, come back and, uh, and fill in from time to time. Uh, <laughs> um, texter says, uh, Bobby, here's a new word too. I love it when I get a new word. What a speciesist you are. Just because it looks and quacks like a duck doesn't mean it's a duck. What if the duck identifies as an elephant? You need to be way more inclusive. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that there's probably some corporate training <laughs> coming on that that, uh, that, I'll, that I'll be forced to take before long. Uh, there he Bob, is. It came in the email today. Yeah, I know. I saw it. That was, that was what I was subtly referencing. Uh, the more that China's involvement becomes apparent, Bobby, the more I suspect the Dems collaborated in bringing, bringing COVID-19 here as part of their plan to oust Trump. I don't know uh, about that, but certainly at the very least, at the minimum, uh, they recognize the opportunity to weaponize this uh, to the extent that we have seen. But um, to, to use a phrase that they seem to like on the left, the resistance is building. Uh, this from Zero Hedge today. Time to break out the microchips. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, he's another piece of work, expressed his frustration during a press briefing on Monday. Frustration with the fact that New Jersey's contact tracing efforts have been a colossal failure, largely due to astronomical rates of non-cooperation which might be labeled, what, resistance? A problem that also plagued New York's famously botched contact tracing program. Uh, Governor Murphy saying the rate of non-cooperation with our contract, uh, contact tracers is now up to a whopping 74%. So the state goes out and hires all these yummies to go out and knock on doors with their little clipboard and make notes about uh, who you have seen uh, during the last, I don't know, whatever period of time they're using. And three out of four citizens in the Garden State, among the bluest in the country, slam the door in their face. Sorry. Can't you read the sign? No soliciting, pal. Get out of here. And being that it's in Jersey, probably in language substantially more colorful than I just used. 16 after 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quick break here and then right back with more here in the bonus hour on WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. (laughs) 621 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, On the uh, text line, wow, just woke up from a nap and couldn't figure out how I was hearing Bobby Mack at 610 in the morning. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's still 2020. Upside down world still exists. Hey, Bobby Mack, I've been listening to you for many years and I've been and have enjoyed your show very much. I wish you the best. I hope whoever takes your place uh, doesn't change the song at the end of your show. Louis Armstrong and Wonderful World. I'm 61 and his song takes me back to a better day in this country. Gotcha. Uh, Hey, Bobby Mack, being a Jersey boy. Uh, when those contact tracers just come to the door, we just say, forget about it. Gotcha. Bobby, congrats on your retirement. I've been listening for about 12 years, and we'll miss you from uh, Ralph. Hey, Bobby, why are you making us wait until Monday to announce that Anthony from Simpsonville will be filling the air chair? LOL. Uh, We will miss you. Enjoy your retirement. You have earned it from Lee. Thank you, Lee. Uh, Bobby, since we had a fake election, I wonder if I could pay my taxes with my extra Kohl's cash. I think I might have some bonus bucks left over as well. Yeah, I probably have some S&H green stamps. <laughs> Remember those? Uh, Bobby, I hope you have a good retirement. Going to miss you. Uh, now I got to find someone else to, uh, to yell, give them hell in the afternoon. SPS forever. Semper Fi. Gung-ho. Bobby, you will be sorely missed, and I wish you all the best in retirement. Charles in uh, Pauly's Island. Thank you, Charles. Just down there. Just down there within the last couple of weeks. Great golf courses down there. Love it. Uh, Bobby, I'm 22 and have listened to your program as far back as I can remember with my dad in the car. And now I listen to the whole show at work and after. Uh, wow. That's, that's good stuff. Thank you. Uh, just tuned in. What did I miss? When is the uh, retirement happening? Uh, my last program will be Tuesday, December 22nd. However, uh, uh, you can't get rid of me quite that easily. I will be back filling in for other folks when they go on vacation. How is that for... Uh, a turn of the screw, <laughs> since I, people are always giving me a hard time about all the vacations. Now, I mentioned uh, Fox News earlier in the program, and uh, and somebody uh, sent me a, a text message uh, because I was talking about um, election night, how they called Arizona for a Biden while the polls were still open. And, and I, I referenced uh, Chris Wallace, and the texter said, uh, when you were referencing Chris Wallace, you said Chris Matthews, uh, which is pretty funny. And it is, because how can you tell the difference? 
Well, one is already retired, and uh, the other one is on his way out. But there was a piece today, uh, yesterday, actually, that Lou Aguilar wrote at uh, the American Spectator, which is a good website to check out from time to time, uh, entitled Fox News Media Suicide. It was entirely expected that the worst year in my lifetime should have been the worst election in my lifetime, not because the second best president in my lifetime after Ronald Reagan lost, but because we don't know for sure that he did. I would rather be certain that the ghost of Joe Biden won outright than see the greatest nation on earth embarrass itself like Venezuela. Sadly, the unprecedented goalpost shifting and manipulation by the left, bolstered by the usual obsequious accommodation by the right, has created a national humiliation that will fester for a long time to come, no matter who gets inaugurated in January. Should that be Biden, I shall leave it to more expert political analysts to dissect the cause and effects of such a disaster, while I'll focus on the cultural, media, and artistic ramifications. And I'll start with a most astonishing example of media suicide in my lifetime, that of the FNC, the Fox News Corporation. Trump broke every other news entity, even before he took office in 2017. CNN, MSNBC, The Washington Post, New York Times, and the rest have always been left-wing, only with an illusory veneer of neutrality. Trump smashed the veneer, accurately calling them fake news amid their swirl of lies about him. Russian campaign collusion, the neo-Nazis fine people hoax, the impeachment unworthy phone call to Ukraine, the botched handling of COVID that killed 200,000 people, and on and on. The visionary Roger Ailes and Rupert Murdoch built FNC as the singular center-right alternative to the mainstream vortex, an oasis for discouraged conservatives. The creation paid off when Fox won higher ratings and greater profit than its cable news rivals combined. And all they had to do this year to stay on top was fairly cover the president, unlike the competition, and they couldn't even manage that. To cite the constantly correct O'Sullivan's first law, coined by eminent American spectator contributor John O'Sullivan, all entities that are not explicitly right-wing will become left-wing over time. And Fox News proved the rule. Like a million loyal former viewers, I dis disgustedly watched Fox install disgraced Democrat hack Donna Brazile as their new liber liberal commentator to back up the insufferable Juan Williams. Watched them boost the China virus doomsday panic. Watched fake objective anchor Chris Wallace transform into a rabid Trump sniping chipmunk. I love that watched normally stayed anchor Melissa Francis block Newt Gingrich from linking George Soros to riot-supportive blue state attorney generals, watched 
business anchor Neil Cavuto cut off a White House press conference because he disapproved of Kaylee McEnany's address. Watch them call Fox News viewers. I turned off the channel probably for good, adding to its current ratings meltdown. Trump broke FNC too. President Trump understands the television business as much, if not more, than his countless critics, obviously, obviously including the current Fox News hierarchy. They forget that before entering politics, Trump navigated a hit NBC primetime series, The Apprentice, for 11 years. So with his business acumen and customary bluntness, he called FNC's derailment and inevitable doom in a single tweet, quote, Fox News daytime ratings have completely collapsed, weekend daytime even worse. Very sad to watch this happen, but they forget what made them successful, what got them there. They forgot the golden goose. The biggest difference between the 2016 election and 2020 was Fox News. Ironically, they also made the same hubristic mistake the other media sources did before FNC went live in 1996. The belief that people had nowhere else to go. From their height of success, they dismissed the once-week competition of many network Newsmax. Now they're finding out the hard way that the house that Roger built is full of drafts and abandoners are seeking shelter elsewhere. Newsmax ratings have skyrocketed since August from a viewer base of 100,000 per day to seven and 800,000 at last check. Conservatives are no longer dependent on television to get real news without the Trump derangement. Entities like the Daily Wire, Glenn Beck, and American Spectator, and many more, I might add, are reaping the benefit of Fox News' progressive seppuku. FNC will have to do three things to get us back, but they would probably go bankrupt before doing one. First, apologize for betraying their viewer base and the vision that elevated them. The more grovelingly, the better. Two, initiate a corporate reign of terror, firing Brazil, Wallace, Cavuto, Fisher, Fox Politics editor Chris Steyerwalt, and other tainted anti-Trumpers, and third, place at the helm a young Roger Ailes type who understands the original mission of Fox to be fair and balanced and not CNN white. This would poetically neutralize the Murdochs and their social justice warrior wives while still filling their coffers. Unfortunately for them, the usual outcome for progressive drift is to virtue signal all the way to bankruptcy. And when they fall for betraying us, and Catherine Murdoch has to start wearing less expensive attire to a Long Island soiree, we can make the same bo we can make the same boast that she did. We did it. Too true. You go woke, you go broke. 6.32 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie's ready in the news center. I'm right back with the last half of the bonus hour here on WORD.
I I love uh, I love this audience. I, I just I, I really I really just love you guys. Uh, in on the text line, hey Bobby, what part of the country is this replacement goober from? Well, <laughs> first of all, I don't think I would describe uh, this well-meaning individual as a replacement goober, <laughs> but <laughs> but I I, I can. Uh, I am sworn to secrecy, but I can tell you this much. It ain't New York. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Bobby Mack, our mutual friend Ira, informed me of your impending retirement, or shall we say going off the air. Uh, Bobby Mack, it has been one heck of a ride from the days of Russ Castle, early days of your show here. It's been a moment-by-moment experience and I will forever be your admiring friend and sometimes contributor. Thank you, Bobby, for all the information and most of all for all of the truth from Bruce in Easley. Thank you, Bruce. Appreciate it. Speaking of Easley, I believe Governor Jimmy is on the line uh, this evening. Uh, Jimmy, of course, is the governor of Easley, South Carolina. Hello, Governor, and welcome to the program. Governor Jimmy, you there? Yeah, I think his phone dropped out. Well, we'll give him a chance to call back if he happened to uh, drive into uh, one of those uh, black holes, cell coverage. Uh, let's go to Woodruff instead and bring in Stephanie here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby Mack. How am I, dear? I heard about your announcement yesterday. Yes, ma'am. But I got to tell you, I was blessed to have found you on the radio. Aren't you My kind? second day here in South Carolina 13 wow. years ago. Man. And have listened pretty much every day, except when I'm on the golf course. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Understood. <laughs> well, look, you got your priorities yeah. straight, right? Yeah. You are, you know, you're one of the best, and uh, you and your lovely wife deserve a wonderful retirement. You'll be solely missed here. But now you'll be able to play eighteen holes, you know, not just nine. And and, and <laughs> I don't I I don't know if uh, if I have the stamina uh, to do the full loop anymore, Steph. I'm I'm so used to playing nine and then going. Ah, oh, look at the clock. I got to go. I got show prep. I got to do and and all the rest. So uh, yeah, we'll no, see. That that that's not going to happen. I, I'm seventy three and I can play eighteen. There you I go. know you're seventy four and you can play eighteen. You go, girl. Yep. But uh, a while ago, I invade, invited you to play. Come and play at Three Pines Country Club. Oh, I'd love to do and that. That invitation, and that invitation stays open. I appreciate that uh, because uh, that I, so I love to play. Call me I, when you want to play. I'm going to text you my name and number. But okay. Don't okay. Put it on the radio. No, I, 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 we'll we'll uh, we'll keep it uh, confidential. But I, I, one of the things that I really enjoy is playing new golf courses. I always uh, I always get a kick when I play new golf courses. Uh, so yeah, I will definitely yeah, take well, you up on that. Three Pines is a private club, so you have to know somebody to get on it, and you know somebody. Excellent. You know yeah. it's 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 not it's My not treat. what it's My not. Treat. It's not what you know, it's who you know. It always has been. It's not, you know, who votes, it's who counts the votes, right? Yeah, that's, that's what old uh, Joseph Stalin used to say. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, uh, thank you for to say thank you for being you, and you have provided the truth. I, I, pre- I appreciate that, Stephanie. Very kind, and uh, and and I will take up will on that. I'll send you my name and my number. When you're ready to play, you give me a call. My treat. We'll do it. Thanks. I, I appreciate that very much. I look forward to it. Six forty-two now. Eighteen before seven. Uh, let's go to Inman and uh, bring in Mike here on the Bobby Mac Show. Hi, Mike, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bud. How you doing today? So far, so good. Well, there's a couple, three things that I won't have time to do it, but uh, you know, and I know, the brown and the blue is always the favorite colors in the uniform, right? You bet. Okay. We've had, always had big tears in our eyes when big things happen, like nine one one and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. What was the biggest tear in your life? Hmm. Boy, that's that's a tough one. Um, I, I've got a couple. Uh, one was uh, losing my dad when he was only forty nine years old. He'd, uh, as I've mentioned, uh, had been a Marine in the South Pacific during the second, and uh, and came back with uh, some damage and uh, some issues, and uh, it took years off his life. And the second, I guess, probably was losing my mom a number of years ago. She was two weeks shy of her 94th birthday. And uh, she, was, uh, she, she, was, she was one terrific mom. Uh, because uh, when my dad passed away, you know, there she was with uh, two kids to, to deal with. And, uh, and did it all and did it well. So those are, those are probably uh, the two biggest. And I, I still miss them every day. Would it be a big tear when uh, I got it and you got it too when your drill sergeant put the uh, oh God, I can't keep it together when he put the the globe in your hand? Well, I never received that uh, because it was my dad who actually was the Marine. Uh, I was a, a civilian contractor uh, with uh, OGA which is an acronym for Other Government Agency. Oh, you never got the globe from Ferris Island? I never did. I never got to stand in those painted footsteps. Another, another, outfit, another outfit got to me first. But I can tell you this, uh, when uh, the other uh, outfit approached me, uh, was in the induction center in Raleigh, North Carolina, and there was a gunnery sergeant uh, they had guys lined up down both sides of the wall in uh, the entranceway, and the gunnery sergeant was going down the line uh, tapping guys and going, Army, Marines, Army, Marines, Army, Marines. It was the first time the Corps had ever drafted. So you was never a full-fledged Marine? No, that is correct. I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I, uh, I travel under the assumed identity from uh, my dad and his brother, who also was a Marine in the South Pacific in the second, and so uh, that's the that's a branch of service that I have always most closely identified with. Well, I'm learning something every day. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. As long as we're learning, we're moving forward. 
Well, I, I I respect everything you've done for the upstate of South Carolina and everything else as far as TV and radio and all this stuff. I really, really do. Well, uh, I, I appreciate that very much, Mike. It has been, uh, as they say, it's been a labor of love. And uh, I, yeah. I thank you. I uh, thank you for the kind words. Got to run because I'm, I'm getting short on time here. Thir- and I'm getting choked up, too. 13 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back. Uh, here we go. Closing minutes of the uh, bonus hour here on Hump Day at uh, 8 before 7 o'clock. Uh, let's, uh, let's head to Rick uh, on the phones uh, in, uh, in the big truck. Hello, Rick. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, it's uh, this bittersweet conversation, my friend. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. I remember. Let's do a little nostalgia. The All very right. first time I ever met you face to face, Ralph was the, you were the program director at the time. That's correct. And Ralph was Ralph was doing a remote just before he left town, and you took over not long before. He was in an RV over in Spartanburg. Oh, yeah. Doing a remote. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like a $200,000 motorhome. Right. Deal. And right. Mar- and Mariana, he and Mariana, his wife-to-be at the time, I don't mm-hmm. know if they got married yet. Yeah, Mariana they did. Mariana was yeah. there, you were there. Right. Uh, but this is like the end of an era. You, Ralph, Mike Gallagher, and Russ. Uh, I mean, you guys were the people that put – well, I'll have to give first credit to Russ because he was number one guy in Greenville on FM in morning show forever. And then when right. he went to WORD yep. and kicked off the morning show, a lot of people followed him. Yep. And then you guys came in, and that's what brought WORD up. And you were doing a, pardon the expression, hell of a job on AM <laughs> for a long time. Well, you know, it's funny because you... you, FM station's a lot of competition. Yeah, you know, you reminded me. uh, I I was not hired uh, to do this program. I was hired uh, to be a suit. I was hired to be the program director and then became the operations manager. And as we uh, transitioned over to the FM to 106.3, you know, it it really became a a labor of love to to build this uh, or to to be a contributing part of helping to build this into, into what it's become. Well, and this made a, I mean, I don't want to overblow this, but you pardon the feedback. That's a warning thing, and you're not worried about it. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, you guys have actually made a difference in my life. And I mean, I got involved in politics and mm-hmm. became knowledgeable, the South Carolina Policy Council, you guys. And now I am, I have been for several years, the chairman of the biggest county GOP. Right. Uh, got, up to, I mean, I've, we've all made our little contribution, and you guys helped me along and gave me knowledge to work with, and made me look at things and think about things and get involved. And I mean, it's not. It, I mean, it's all about making like Rush, uh, like Rush says. You know, it's about making money, content, 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 and and keeping listeners glued to the radio and making money is the objective. But in the in the course of doing that. You, you educate people. Yeah, you know, absolutely, you Rick. Rick, I'm, I'm, Rick, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to interrupt you, uh, but I'm absolutely out of time, and I got to go. But thank you very much for the kind words. See you tomorrow. Here's Satchmo. God bless. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.